Welcome to the Kev and Pico Show. First of all, let us introduce ourselves. I'm Kev. Which means I am Pico. So, Kev, do you want to tell everybody straight away what's coming up this week? This week we're going to be talking about, of course, underage drinking, discoing, partying, and all that sort of shenanigans. Nice. That'll be fun. We have a few stories about that, Kev, have we? I'd say we might have one or two. Was there anything else in the topic for this week, Kev? Uh, uh, how you lost your virginity. Ah, nice, okay. Interesting. Do you want to get stuck into it then? Or? But before I get into the abuse, I took this week from my talk about manscaping was absolutely deplorably shocking. No way. I was called a woman. I was called uh, a girl's blouse. I was called, uh, you're not really a man. The abuse I took. Now, I'm very sorry. But, and this was only for men. Women weren't saying this because women know what women, women, know what women want. True. Let's just, let's just say that. And let's be honest, lads, on a separate topic, no fella likes an untidy garden. They'll trim it, they'll look after it, they'll use the secateurs if they have to use secateurs, using uh, clippers if they need to. No man likes an untidy garden, and most men don't have to deal with an untidy garden. And to be honest, most women don't like untidy, <laughs> untidy <laughs> gardens. They don't. And, lads, you have to make sure your gardens are tidy for, for these ladies, because no, most women won't complain about the untidy garden until it's too late, lads. Until it's too late, and then the garden is out of control, and there's nothing you can do about it, and it's just an absolute terror. So, boys, take care of your gardens the way women take care of their gardens, and nobody will be upset about any gardening. Nice. I, I, I thought you were only trying to help people last week, Kev. You know what I mean? Like I thought them I was some... helping people too, but unfortunately, it doesn't look like it. Ah, they're probably all lying. They all just kind of wish that they could do it or something like that. Who knows? Um... Uh, well, just on the topic. <laughs> oh, sure, why, do not? Why, why, do you, why not? Do you, do you take care of your gardening? I do. I do take care of the garden, yep. That's, that's all. That's the main thing. Exactly, yeah. I'll tell you what, my grass is never as short the whole way during lockdown. <laughs> it wasn't high. You were cutting it every second day, were you? Every second day I was cutting it. Um, so I couldn't. It was left neglected for too long, so it was. Um, so anyway, right, now it's time for me to quote Stewie from Family Guy when I say, where's my money, bitch? Okay, when this airs on Sunday evening, as it always done, Kev, I will have completed my 161 kilometers in the month of February for the Matter Hospital, where at the minute I've raised around about 650 quid, which I'm just chuffed Brilliant. about. Chuffed about. I really am. Like, absolutely delighted with it. But, of course, we, we both know and everybody listening knows that like 650 isn't going to be the final figure because you, my friend, made sure to make tell everybody that until I completed the fucking thing, as you said, you weren't giving me any money. So, when this aired, is it safe to say you will have donated the money? No, because Sunday hasn't Sunday has to be over. Like, I, I'm sure you haven't. You would have completed it by Sunday. Uh, well, maybe you would have completed it by Sunday afternoon. We are recording on it. This is today's Thursday evening. I have 18.3 kilometers left to do, and I'm just going to stroll it out 
between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, nice and easy, no bother at all. Um, so I'll have it done by lunchtime on Sunday, and then I'll be sipping. Well, on. You never know. I might see on Saturday on the road, and I'll give you a wee clip by the by the car, and then you oh. won't have completed it. Man, you do end to give a guy twenty, or to give anything to do anything but give a guy twenty good, wouldn't? You? I I wait. Yeah. So be careful when you're out walking Saturday. I'll be careful. But look, a big shout out anyway. Look, everybody, as I said back a few episodes ago, like there's there's hundreds upon, if not thousands of people doing this. Uh, we were given a figure on the Facebook page that apparently all the people so far have raised like a million euro already. So like that's just incredible. So yeah, I know there's a few of the boys that listen in, Judy and that. I mean, credit to them and everybody around the country that is doing it. You know what I mean? It is a great thing. Um, right, Kev. First part of the show, man. I'm dreading this because we know. Oh, what I, al- I almost forgot. Did you? Maybe I almost I forgot. Well, last week we were talking about dick pics, Kev, on the "Would you rather" question. What have you, you got for me this week? Would you rather? Okay, are you ready for this now? Would you I... rather have an armpit for a penis <laughs> or a penis in your armpit? <laughs> Oh my god! Where does it seriously? Where? What sites do you be on looking these up? Hey, uh, uh, don't be don't be asking me that. My browser history is desperate. Right. So the penis in my armpit or an armpit where yeah. my penis is? Yes. So I'd be peeing from my arm. Um. Oh my god, Kev! Uh, well, you wouldn't be peeing. You might have an extra penis. Ah, right. There's no other way that that saying goes. What you're washing, what a dog yeah. with two dicks or something. That's one well, way. I suppose technically, right? If you scratch your armpit, fair enough, right? Because you always scratch your balls anyway. So, like, if your armpit was down there, you'd just be scratching the same place. Um, I have no idea how to answer this. I'm going to say an arm. No, because then, uh, Kev, this the geography on this is kind of confusing me a wee bit. But no, no, wait. Sometimes you have a smelly armpit. Yeah. But, but yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, but think about it, right? If you wanted to sniff your armpit, you're not going to sniff your armpit of your dick still. But you, you, no offence, right? You could kind of... No, don't say it. A no, I do, I, give yourself a blowjob. Look, we're not Prince, okay? We don't need to get... <laughs> or whatever the hell he did, ribs removed or something. Probably not kidneys, actually. Yeah, ribs removed. <laughs> ribs, ribs, kidneys removed. Yeah, he got something removed. I will... I know I'm going the other way. I'll go with... And now I'm paying for my penises. If that was even a question, I'm even that confused now. I think that was one of the options. I go with an armpit down below, but okay. But I don't even know why. Um, man, that was random, Kev. Um, you know what? You've you've upped the bar, mate. I think you've upped the bar from last week. Uh, I'm gonna. No, hang on a second. Your bar, the bar that you set last week <laughs> was pretty fucking low. <laughs> yeah, it was a low bar, all right. So it was. And again, look at as uh, I said it before. Like, if you're only listening in now, right, and this is like the first episode you've heard, and you're going, "Why are these two random guys talking about penises in their arms, giving themselves blowjobs and stuff like that?" Well, not themselves. You know what I mean? You just heard what he said. I'm not going to try saying it again. Um, you know what I mean, though. Go back to the first episode. Every week we do a would you rather question. Sometimes it's sent in, sometimes it's not sent in, and we'll come up with one. Uh, but yeah, if you want to know why we do it, just go back to the first episode, folks. Yeah, Kev, that was a good one, Mitch. Um, thanks for that. I no problem. Never want to have, never want to have this conversation yeah. with you again. Ever. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so now let's get on to the first topic, which was a little bit of underage drinking. What have you got for me today? Well, sure, I may as well start with the first time I drank properly. Like, you know the way it's like you probably had a wee sip of your dad's Budweiser or your dad's Smedics or whatever, but this is my yeah. first time drinking properly without the parents knowing, right? And I even remember the date because I got a program from it. May 11th, 1996, FA Cup final day, Man United v Liverpool. Liverpool mm. were wearing the white, those white suits, I think, the day before, that day of the game, and they were wearing the green and white. Yeah, so, Cantona it, scored the winner, no? Cantona scores the a volley. Volley, the half volley volley thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Half volley volley thing, yeah. Brilliant. And the scenario goes, the plan was in place. Me, yourself, and a few of the boys were going to meet up in the field pretty close to my house. So I brought I think out of date bottle of Smittix, a few of them, I think a few more people bought bottles. So we all brought bottles. One of the lads had one job, and one job only, bring the bottle opener. We arrived in the field, all psyched up. I also brings, I'll, I'll get on to that in a minute. So look, we all <laughs> arrived in the field, tried to open the bottles. Mate, where's the bottle opener? Shite, forgot the bottle opener. So we were in a field with probably... 14 bottles of Smittix, Carlsberg, you name it, whatever it was, and we couldn't open the bottles. And let's be honest, we were 12 years of age. We had no yeah. idea how to open bottles at this stage. So literally, we started cracking them off a gaze, right? The bottles are breaking, but we're still <laughs> kind of drinking the drinks. Without touching the lips above us, just so we didn't get glass in our mouths. <laughs> these bottles. But the drink was literally going everywhere. And everywhere. But as I came down to it, I also brought a bottle of my wadi. It was probably only just diluted by a bit of water. And it's, that was meant to be to drink, to get away, get a taste of drink away from us. Oh, we, God. I remember, Kev. We, we had to throw it over each other just because we were spilling that much drink around ourselves. Oh, yeah. Hey, Kev, um, who was meant to bring the bottle up now? Uh, that was... Ivan Trees, I think it was. Ah, good old Ivan. I remember that. Yeah, um, Ivan Trees. Yeah, and that's all we needed was a bottle opener, Kev. That's um, all we needed, I and mean, we would have been we would have been flying. Well, we think about flying. it. We were twelve years old, and we had fourteen bottles of beer. So after two bottles of beer, I had a fourteen. We would have been sick and stoned and drunk and not knowing where the world was going. And I remember, like, we were in the middle of a field, like you said. Yeah. We probably would have got. We probably would have ended up down a well or something like that. The way we were. Um, but yeah, oh man, Kevin, remember that. But well done remembering when that was. Jesus, I didn't think that was that day at all. Hey. Um, oh, was that, that was the day, and that was about what four months after we took the pledge that we wouldn't drink until the age of eighteen. So I think yeah. we did quite well to last four months. Well, <laughs> was anybody else like I, I remember drinking at my first communion? When do you take the pledge? Is that your confirmation? Confirmation is your pledge. Right. I remember drinking at my communion in what was at the time called the Lorne Hotel, which is has been the Cambrassel Hotel. It's Macketeers oh. now, I think, is it? Um, that would be right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was called the Lorne Hotel back in the day. And I remember there was a picture of me in my suave waistcoat uh, first communion outfit uh, with a pint of Guinness and my foot up on the bar like a proper old man taking a sip of it. Um but you so, looked a bit 14, even then, Pickle. 
what I did, I always looked older. That's why I only ever got asked for, the only time I ever got asked for ID in my entire life was on my 18th birthday, which was weird because I didn't have one, obviously. Uh, and I was like, are you seriously asking me now after a year of coming here illegally and now you're asking me for ID? Um, but look, that's all about the club, pubs and clubs. Um, Kev, that's hilarious. But I remember that crack in the field. Hey. Uh, now, look, it, every kid, every bloke, maybe some girls, who knows, Everybody went into a field and did, what was it, knack or drinking? That's what it called, yeah? That's what, well, that's what you call it in town. That's it called, in, right. In, 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 in country land, it was just called drinking. Just called drinking, hey? But you had to emphasize that it was drinking, yeah. so it was. But look, everybody did that. So look, if anybody has any stories about that type of... Now, nobody would have been as stupid as we were, I'm sure. But if somebody was as stupid as we were and made a mess of it like we did, let us know, all right? As we say every time, and Kev, we had great fun saying it last week, we have a Facebook page, guys. Kev Pickle, first name, surname, you would never see this. It, we're, we're geniuses, right? And then obviously Instagram, Kevin Pickle Show, Gmail, get us at the Kevin Pickle Show at gmail.com. Um, Kev, I know, right, for a fact that you're not the only person who used to take booze from his house, right? Now, okay. I couldn't do it. My uh, father would not have been much of a drinker that he would tell you about but there was always bottles of like I don't know what Jemison and Powers and stuff like that I'm presuming it was just off of Christmas fucking puddings or some shit like that because it certainly wasn't drank when I could see it um, but anyway I know our mate Niall right he would always used to take another bottle of something out of his folks uh, no I'm not saying like a drinking cabinet but it was a cabinet wherever this was kept right And but for some reason and to this day I have no idea if he ever got caught or he always got away with it he'd always tell me that he used to refill it with water and I was like how does that ever work how can you refill an alcohol bottle with water and not expect to get caught seriously hang on a second you used to work in a pub you did it all the time I did work in a pub right I'm sure we'll get into that when we talk about jobs and stuff right but yes I uh, worked in a pub my first job was a bottle boy and you know what I used to do Kev a little sidetrack you know what I used to do because I brought it into the tech when I worked in the Traveller's Rest for anybody from the country Hunterstown Inn it was called the Traveller's Rest I was a bottle boy up there when I was like 13 or something like that right I used to rob cigars why? I remember this why? Taking them into the tech, like fucking Al Pacino or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, going, hey, lads from Heaven the Moor, you know what you don't have? Cigars. They had but they didn't have a cigar. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck? I don't even know. There's a fellow used to work with. I cannot remember what his name was. He was used to be robbed bottles of vodka and everything. He had the right idea from it. Uh, but then again, he got fired. I don't think they ever missed the cigars that I used to take. Um, so I didn't. But, well, speaking about bottles of vodka, Kev, okay. Any interesting stories to do with a bottle of vodka? Bottle of vodka. Right, this came up. I think we were talking about making the show, and one of the lads that I we used to be in school, we got in touch to say, Kevin, tell the people about the bottle of vodka story. And the bottle of vodka, it's not a very big story. It was that we were meeting up, I think it was, I think it could have been his 18th, it could have been his, I'd say it was his 18th, and we were ordering drink for a party. And the boys were ordering, say, wicked, the boys were ordering, small of ice. <laughs> The boys were ordering bottles of whatever. And I just goes, in my little, t- now, it could have been 16th birthday, but my voice hadn't broken yet. And all of a sudden, my voice broke. And what did I order? Bottle of vodka. 
And that's literally how the murder me murdered. And the purse broke down. No, I didn't realise why the purse was laughing so much. All I remember was saying, bottle of vodka. And I'm like, I guess, what are you laughing at? I, guess, I just want a bottle of vodka. And I didn't realise. And my voice, as you quite know, people, my voice is quite deep. Okay, But at the time, I think my voice is quite high. And it just dropped. At that moment, I said, bottle of vodka. So yeah, that's the reason I ordered a bottle of vodka. Brilliant. Eh? So your voice literally broke while illegally ordering a bottle, bottle of, of vodka. vodka. That is class. Eh? Well, look, do you remember? I'm going to ask you if you remember what these initials stand for, Kev, right? E-S-P. Well, I don't know what to stand for. Well, what I did we Kev. call it? What did, do you know what we call it? ESB, was it not? No, P, E-S-P. ESP, I can't remember what we called it. It was some sort of piss, wasn't it? Everyone's special piss. What they were was the cans of beer that you used to get in the estate in Dramiskin. Now, we didn't get them. I didn't get them. You didn't get them, Kev. But two of the boys always got them. Do you remember them? Was it, was it one of them, your knight in shining armor from the Oasis? Alan, my knight in shining armor, yeah. And the other one was Muff, okay? The two boys who were like, without a shadow of a doubt, like the hardiest bucks that we grew up with, right? Used to cycle. What? 10? No, eight, nine no, kilometers? Eight, 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 nine yeah. kilometers, right? Uh, over and back, though. Wouldn't it be? Like, realistically. You know? yeah, so it would be 16, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, on a bicycle, right? With a bag on the back, go over and they'd get 24 cans each and cycle all the way back to whatever house we were or if we were in the forest or wherever we were. Uh, it might have been before a disco, you know what I mean? Anything like that. And, oh man, yeah. There was a reason why we called it Everyone's Special Piss because it was fucking rank. I, you know well, I, mean? I used to have, I had a, a way of making it taste slightly better. And this is how bad it was. Yeah. I used to take two sips of it, right? Probably split them out, okay? And then top it up with a bit of a nagging of a vodka. And that made it kind of bearable. But see, so I drank my ESP. But this is the meddling, because everybody listening to this now think, Jesus, hey, Kev must have been able to hold his drink if he's able to do that. I thought you were going to say after two sips, you were drunk, and you just <laughs> left it at that, the way you drink it, like, you know what I mean? Um, but come here, look, one thing, Kev, I remember, right, and I, God, I hope this was with you, and I'm pretty sure it was, right? Do you remember going into the wee house after school or as in we took a half day from school, right? Got changed from the top, obviously. Uh, and we were in drinking pints of bro. That wasn't me. That definitely wasn't me. Man. The white Guinness stuff. Yeah. No, that wasn't me. Definitely not. Jesus. It was somebody from drink the Guinness to save me life. But that's the thing. It wasn't Guinness, though. It was like a... I don't know. It was like a, I can't even remember. It lasted... It was, like, it was like a cloudy, yeah, it, cloudy lager nearly. Yeah, oh God. I tell you what, if anybody listened to this from our school, was the person that I went in and drank in the wee house, pints of bro. Jesus, let me know, hey, because that was mad, hey. I mean, literally, we were like 16, I'd say, at the time. Like, you know what I mean? And we were sitting there in the wee house. Now, obviously, we don't endorse underage drinking in pubs. Yes, we fucking do. Well, not in pubs, though, because then the pubs are getting yes, in trouble. Yes, we do. They don't, they don't care. If you've got a fake ID, let's be honest, we had fake IDs when we were on the tech, pretend to be in DKIT, and there were the worst fake IDs going. Nobody cared as long as you said some sort of age on it. They would sell you a drink no matter what. It's true, Kev. That is actually true. They really would look. Um, 
Oh man, hey, I look, I'm sure there's a million other stories that me and you have that, we, as usual, we just can't. There's one I have to mention. There's right. one I have to mention because one of the girls sent it in as well, and I remember it as well. Back to you club days, we were going to a disco. Pickle, do you remember this? We went to disco, we were getting on the bus. Roosters. And, probably. Uh, Roosters, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. And as you know, my aunt, right? So I could do nothing, as I said last week. My <laughs> aunt was the leader of the youth club. So on this occasion, I got a lift up with my aunt and I got on the bus. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Looking at, the, looking at the window, one of the lads, Ivan Trees, once again, he comes up in the conversation, is standing at the wall of the community centre in an awful hoop. Right, in an awful hoop. Didn't know where he was. Swaying, moving, didn't know where. And my aunt, my aunt was about four foot two, let's call let's say. And I'm not even joking. No, you're that, not. Right? Yeah, you're not. Like, yeah, you're really not. And Ivan Trees was probably almost touching six foot at this stage. So there's my aunt looking up at me, at someone that's 30 years younger, 25 years younger than him. And there he is swaying. And he starts turning white. And then he starts turning green. And all of a sudden, projectile, uh, projectile lands on my aunt's feet, and she loses the plot. The phone call, the phones rang. Mrs. Mrs. A is going to call well, her the Mrs. name. Trees, Mrs. Trees, get down Mrs. here. Mrs. Trees, yeah. get down here and get your son. He's enough. Yeah. It. it turns out that he drank what he thought was vodka, but it ended up being potchy. Ooh. That I think I think the father put. On the dog or something like that, that he'd have saw muscle yeah. or something like that. But yeah, he drank potching instead of vodka. I've never drank that. Oh, Ivan Trees. Ivan Trees never, I think, recovered from that one. Jesus, boy. I've never drank that now. i got to be honest. I don't think I've ever tasted potching because I only ever knew of it for, like, killing pain and shit like that, but not in a good way. Yeah, it was, it was a, a painkiller, but this was a drink. But, but I think it was in a vodka bottle. I think that's where he, he made his, I was going to say, vital mistake. What would you call it? Oh well, Kev. Yeah, that was. Well, I think we were sitting on the bus, so I think we had a perfect. Yeah, we were on the bus. Yeah. Looking, we were on the bus looking out at this ideal view. As as this scenario just un, un, I can't even remember the words. Untuck itself, portrayed itself in front of us. You're trying to just make it too fancy. He hauled all over your auntie. Simple as that. He hauled all over your goddamn auntie. Um, man, hey, even trees. Jesus, boy. I'll go handy on that stuff, hey. Um, I wonder if he's related to Ev- Evan. Evan, Evan uh, Forrest. Forrest. Yeah, I'd say, well, I'd say, I'd say, our cousins. Be, yeah. I'd say, our cousins. Anyway, at least. Uh, well, can we have a quick thing then as well. We got a message in uh, as well from a lovely girl called Laura, uh, who thanked one of us for being the first person to ever buy a Ronagan. Um, huh. Who might that have been, Kev? I honestly don't remember doing this. I seen the message, and I actually don't remember doing this. I am a responsible. Adult now. Yes. And I would have no. been slightly, would I been, I would have been even a slight adult back then. I don't remember buying this person or first night of vodka. And to be honest, I think I've made a mistake. Because this girl, let's be honest, she can hold her drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and she gets herself in an awful lot of messes. I, yeah. I, I, I she can hold her drink better than her brother can anyway, because obviously we know who the girl is. Um, so we do. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Well, Camille, we also did get a, a good one in um, from, let's call this girl Susan. Sally. Ah, no. Sally. Ah, there's no real sex talking. Okay, right. We'll call her Sally. Do you want to read this now, Kevin? Will I read this one out? You go right, so this is what we got, right? Okay, I remember every Friday night going 
I actually, oh, yeah. I actually was going to call her real name now. I, that makes two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't use my name. Yeah. So I remember every Friday night going down to the tracks beside the old shopping centre and wait for it. Robin gone off slabs of bud from McCarroll's Brewery. Don't ask how we discovered this or whose idea it was. All I know is that the girls in the group were small enough to fit under the fence to get them out to the boys. This didn't last too long, though, as every group of young ones discovered this around the town. The Cowardy ended up catching us. I was lucky enough to be sitting beside three girls with the same first name from the same street. So when it came to the Garda, or sorry, when it came to me, the Garda gave up and said, I suppose your name is, let's just say, Neve from Green Acres too, and just walked away. So definitely got away with that one, uh, young Sally. Um, now, she also sent another thing in, Kev. Do you want to read the other bit in? No, I prefer if you read it. Okay, so the, another part of Sally's story, uh, not this story, another story obviously was that she does remember getting drunk and waiting in that horrible spot at the square for a taxi and her dad was standing behind her in the queue. Obviously, she was probably a bit like, oh, shit. So what happened was I told him I got my first period so he wouldn't question it. But how does getting drunk and that even coming to the same remit. No, but like, oh no, 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 but that's just fun stories when you're young, like. Um, but I'd. But how can you get away with that? Because blokes don't oh, want to talk oh, about that. They're just you're going to be like, okay, my dad. You know, <laughs> I'm not tell your mom if you don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally you don't want to have that conversation. Um, now I got a message in, Kevin. Now this was to me own. It was actually on a WhatsApp thing that I got right um, from a fella that I used to work with. Right now. It was kind of touching on a combination of school, uh, teachers, and teenage discos, right? It was kind of all mashed into one, right? Now, it's not a massive story right now, but all it was was this. Now, I'm, I'm going to... you got a dog barking. That literally... I every in the podcast, Kev got a dog called Delta. Isn't that right, Kev? Delta, that was actually my daughter that was screaming. No, I apologise for calling your daughter Delta. Um, anyway, right, so I'm going to call this guy's name Nick, who sent in the story, right? So all he said, and is it actually no, Nick? but it rhymes with it. So okay. what he said was, right, I have a story from going to the fairways, he said, right? Now, I'm presuming this obviously must have been some sort of a teenage stylistical thingy in the fairways, right? I don't remember teenage just because of the fairways. This would be the Glen, the Glen this right? Be the Glen, okay. It? Go on one of the lads. They were in sixth, sixth year, he said, right? So that's like, what, 16, 17? So why are they going to a teenage just go? Probably 17, right? Yeah. We're in a teenage just go anyway, right? Unless he got the story mixed up. But anyway, they went together, right? But he couldn't find his mate right in the middle of it, right? So he's walking around the place, couldn't find him. So he said, right, fuck this. I'm away. And he went outside. He walked out and around the back of the fairways. Remember, like, where the Glen used to be, used to go in the back entrance. Yeah. yeah. There was a car yeah. parked up and all of a sudden he could hear this noise and he saw two people going at it. And he thought, nice, happy days, no problem at all. Like It turns out then when the two people got off, because he let a little like, woohoo, you daisy, you get stuck into her. Uh, it turns out that it was his mate and one of the teachers. Sister. No, one of the sister. Jesus, Kev. No, one of the teachers that at the time was still teaching them. Okay. Class. Now, I did ask him, right? 
what the hell happened after this, right? So when you got back to me, we had a, a, quite a long chat about this, right? Okay. So basically what happened was, right, they kept it stum, right? Because they were coming towards the end of the school year, right? And then from the summertime on, the two of them actually got together and were together for like a couple of years and then ended up breaking up. But anyway, the fact is she could have went to jail, um, but clearly she must have been relatively decent looking. But anyway, that was just a random story that was sent in that involved a couple of different topics. But yeah, Kev, a fella riding his teacher on a car outside of this book. Yeah, you spend ah. worse that nights, I suppose. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so you have. But uh, yeah, I think that's kind of pretty much everything. And look, there's a million other things, but that's pretty much all the stuff uh, we got sent in about that. And look, are we happy enough with our stories, Kev? I think we're happy enough with those yeah. ones. I think we'll definitely come back to this underage drinking because let's be honest, there's... A shocking amount oh, of God. stories we can get talk yeah, about. Yeah, I think we need a longer episode, Kev. That's for damn sure. Um, but yeah, sure, sure. for now then, Kev, right, we shall leave the underage drinking as it is, yeah? We'll park, we'll it, park up it up like the teacher parked her Exactly, car. and we'll hop on the bonnet and see how it goes. Deadly. Happy days, Kev. Happy days. Okay, folks, let's move it along to part two of the show. So before you get into part two of the show. Okay, so? Right. Something, something come up. Um, I had I went to the doctor's the other day, right? Get me bloods done. I hadn't done every year, you know, I've COVID and all that sort of carry on. But I hadn't done every year, right? And right. do you know what I came to realize? Right? Medical advances and all this bullshit, right? It's great for certain things, great for s- certain medical conditions. It's brilliant. But you know what they don't do anymore? I dread to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I, I'm I'm not looking forward to the sentence. Right, go on. <laughs> don't check your prostate anymore. Now, let me tell you. So there's no more lying aside there, Mr. Pickering. Get comfortable, breathe in, and there's no more of that to carry on anymore. Yeah, up to Jaxie, like. No, no more up to Jaxie. Nothing of that. They'll check it through your blood now. So all these lads... It's coming up, coming into the thirties and forties and fifties. There's no more of the finger up the jacksy, as you call it. It's all Jesus. through the bloods. So, like, if lads wanted to test out this, maybe they have, you know, they don't knock it till you try it. It was the one where you tried it without really trying it. You know, I was like, hmm, I wonder what that, how that, how that would feel. But no more of the prostate checking. It's all done through the blood. I just try wow. to give you that. Um, insight into well, your prostate checking. And lads, do get your prostate checked. It's very yes, important. It's very important. And as always, Kev, you are a fountain of knowledge and are only here for people's well-being, uh, even if it does involve a finger up the bum. Um, and, and lads, also, check your, your, your other bits and pieces. Check your, your nutsack and stuff like that just to make sure everything's, everything's going the way it should be and it's hanging the way it should be and there's no bits and that because lads don't like to checking and don't like talking about it. but lads give it a wee check every so often it's a good thing to do hey look at that amen to that Kev I mean we, we joke about everything but stuff like that is completely right always check see Pickle You're this not podcast <laughs> gives you everything it, it gives does. you stores, it gives you drinking it gives you sex it gives you medical advice what more can you ask in a podcast I'm, I'm telling t- you I tell you what, there's no need for us to ever get a doctor on the show, Kev, because you know what I mean. I think we've it covered, um, so oh, we do. I am, I am, Doctor Doctor Cock, will call me. 
Doctor, oh my God, Doctor. Right, seriously, anybody listening to that who actually likes that, let us know. And if you don't like it, well, we don't care. Um, we, we can do a story every week if you want. And the story of Dr. Cock is, there you go. Oh, wow. Roll on episode six. I have a feeling that Dr. Cock might actually make an appearance. This could be something that we roll with here. Kev. Um, right. Uh, okay. So there's the medical advice for episode five complete. I think we're happy enough with that. How about now we get on and we'll break it down into a couple of sections, right? So this time we're just going to talk about the pubs and clubs. All right. We'll leave the losing of your innocence to later on. Okay. So pubs and clubs, Kev, right? For me, right, the pub, the first pub I ever really properly drank in was, of course, the one right across the road from my house out in the country, which is a pub called Cluskies. Uh, They're not of Little Ash. Not of Little Ash. Everybody says, oh, you live at Cluskies Little Ash. I'm like, no, because I said Cluskies, not Cluskies Little Ash. This Cluskies was a pub. It didn't do fucking four-course dinners, and it didn't have a well outside it, okay? Do you know know what it did, Pickle? The best. Bacon fries. Yes. And unbelievable. When we were really young, before we hit the drink, when you used to go over to watch a football match, they used to do hamburgers in the microwave. Yeah. So they and did. a can and of it, Coke. Yeah. And a and can. There's no bottles. Some of that for a whole lot. It was like unbelievable. So it was. Um, but yeah, that's what I used to always drink, obviously, and did for a number of years, obviously, before I moved away from the countryside. But Kev used to come drinking with me in that pub during the week. Now, this was when. It would be a Friday, usually. No, Kev, we used to go like a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Like, well, the, re- the reason I know it was a Tuesday. Now, God forbid this ever actually goes anywhere down the country. I remember we were sitting on a Tuesday night drinking pints and that, and we got text messages off a girl that I didn't know personally, but Quiet. you knew her personally. Quiet. Uh, <laughs> we, were Quiet. Very, we were very young, Kev. But I just remember that was a Tuesday because that poor girl was starting her leaving start the following day, and we wished her the best of luck on it. Um, so that's <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, we. But it's not that she was getting her leaving set results. No, she was actually starting her leaving set, Kev. Um, okay. I remember okay. it well, um, and I really hope we're, we're leaving that there. Yeah, that exactly. Is the final time we talk about that conversation. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna call that girl Ennis. Um, so the I remember, <laughs> I remember, Kev. <laughs> I remember, Kev. You used to drink like uh, three or four pints, right? And then you'd be like, no more pints, no, no more pints. Yeah, I can't drink. I, I could not, I still wouldn't be a big fan of the pint. No. I can. I, I like my pints, but once I get to probably at this stage, even six or seven, I'd say not enough. I've enough enough of them. I fill up on the gas. So yeah, even back then when I was what eighteen, nineteen years of age, it would have been three or four, let's say. And it would be half I'd be half cut at that stage, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, you would because you know I mean we'd always move on to the old vodka red uh, red and the egg cap, wasn't it? Because the red lemonade was free. Red lemonade was free. Every dash was always free back then in the day. So was you obviously drink that. But then can you go away, right, guys, for like five minutes. Yeah, I'm going for a piss. Sorry, right, okay. you come back and you'd look at them and you'd you'd go, you're like, What's wrong with you? No, no, I'm 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 grand, I'm grand, I'm grand. No, no, no. What's wrong with you? No, I'm grand. And then all of a sudden, like I say twenty minutes later, the barman would have gone in for piss and come back out, and all you'd hear was, "Was that you that did that in there?" <laughs> and Kev, Kev would be sitting there like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that." Uh, yeah, Kev used to have a habit of getting sick um, after some pints. But look, as we said before, not everybody drinks the way some people drink, as in me. But that you, was a long time. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest about it. Like I was, let's say, 
I be always smaller than you in every in height and in in, in width. In every way you can imagine, Kev, apart from the hands. I think I have a bigger hand than you. you I, no, I think so. I didn't, no, I think so. I think I'm okay with that. No, but I can never... You, you drink like you can, as if you inhaled a pint. Yeah, it's right? so pints always, in an hour, like. So you, you'd be trying to... you try to go, oh, it's your round, Kevin. You're like, oh, fuck. Fuck, I have to neck this thing, right? So you try to neck the drink. And all of a sudden you go, oh, it's my round now. And then you, oh, just, you're not to neck the next one because, like, you have to be on the same point, and then oh, it's your end again, Kevin. And you could be on a full point in front of you. So we will have to neck this one too. Like, and you're like, you couldn't keep up with it. Like, it was like literally somebody you'd be, you could drink a pint, let's say, in so on average six gulps. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that's that's been been generous. Doing you a disservice. Yeah. That's been, <laughs> it, sometimes you sometimes you could do it in three in yeah. three sips. Yeah. Especially the and first I'll be there, Yeah, and I'll be there fucking hanging on for dear life. Yeah, but, and no wonder I end up puking all around me because well, I couldn't handle this. I know, but Kev, you... I know, I don't know if anybody else is like this listening, right? But you literally sit... I don't know whether you drink pints uh, to enjoy them or something like that. Like, you sip it like it's a cup of fucking tea, like, as if you're talking... I, like, enjoy me pints. Yeah, but, yeah, but what's enjoyable about it? You know, the quicker you drink it, the more you taste it, the better you feel after it. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. The one thing I would say though is, Kev, you never did bitch out of an out round. You know what I mean? Like, so you didn't. No. You'd, all, you'd always stick. You, you might disappear for 20 minutes while you're getting sick in the toilet and add three or four more pints gone. Um, but look, that was irrelevant. So, yeah, that was where we would have always kind of started our like local country um, pubs. But then obviously, Kev, we moved into like the town area. And where did we go in the town area of Dundalk? Um. I went to a few places. I worked in a pub in town. Yeah, you know, did you? Hmm. Really? I worked in I worked in the Liz Do Arms and on the Newry Road Dundalk. If we were going to do an advert, <laughs> I worked. I worked, and it's not Park Street. I worked in the Liz Do. Uh, so I think even I worked there when I, since I was fifteen, just turned yeah, turning sixteen. And even I remember the day before our dead, the day of our deads. We went, in, yeah, yeah, we, we, we went in. Yeah, we went in. We went in there, and I, I was the sensible. I said, "I'll have a few glasses of Budweiser." When, when Tweedle <laughs> fucking dumb here beside me, besides, nah, I'll have a load of pints. And this man arrived home after to get ready for his devs, and I don't think you could tie your own shoes. Is that right, Pickling? Pickle? No, I know I only learned a few years before that, but yeah, no, I, I couldn't. Tie my shoes. I couldn't do. I was. But see, I had nerves. Okay, care about my. I know. We'll, Sideway track here, which is what probably makes this even better, right? Um, I was nervous about my debs, though, and you know why I was well, nervous about my debs. I was a girl coming yeah. all the way down from Logan, who my brother was picking her up in Newry, ready to go. You know what I mean? Like, and my brother rang, going, Where's she meant to be? And I was like, Oh, she's at whatever petrol station. He was like, I can't see her, I can't see her, she's not here. Like, I was like, Oh, I have to go to the debs on my own. I'm going, Luckily, one of them pricks that you see on the telly and uh, then all of a sudden she came on the phone my brother was taking the piss out of me but by that age I was well fried anyway uh, but the, the Budweiser back then lovely Kev so it, it was, was lovely yeah well, it, it was, was the so only pint nice. you drank it was either Budweiser or Guinness or Carlsberg or Harp and you could yeah and I couldn't drink Guinness Harp was Harp was fucking crazy juice back then uh, Budweiser you? was kind of the teenage kind of drink anyway Guinness was there for this drink and Carlsberg was just for I think cars are fucking crazy. 
crazy people like this. Well, I, don't, well, I didn't agree with Carl. Yeah, we didn't have to drink harp, Kev. We grew up in the countryside. If you wanted to start a fight in the field, you didn't have to drink harp to do it. Like you know what I mean? Like so, you didn't. You could back to your cousins without drinking a load of harp. Like so, you could. But um, yeah, you did, Kev. Walk in the ladies do, and then of course you walked in another bar in town. Um, I walked in a few bars in town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have to get into them. Um, you know, I mean, maybe talk about whistles and stuff like that in a different episode. Um, but, Kev, you tell me, right? I know that Sunday evenings in town were great. The because... Sunday evening in Dundalk, guys, people are from Dundalk, but the Sunday evening in Dundalk was probably the best evening you could possibly have. It started, literally, let's be honest with it, for lads, it started the 12 30 game in Moe's on a Sunday. You might get a few, I think it was dip, not chips, it was crisps and stuff put in the bar, but you start drinking the 12-12 game, the, the pub would only open at 12 o'clock, the half 12 game would kick off. Boom, over it was. The next game, you'd be having a few bits of crack, drinking away, the four o'clock game would come on. Fantastic. The pints are flowing. You're, you're getting well on it at this stage. All of a sudden, the game's over. Harvey's across the road from Moe's. Jerry Larkin, the legend Jerry oh, Larkin yeah. would start playing up in the corner, up in the wee raised area in in Harvey's, and he'd start playing and strumming his guitar, and the cracking would be going, and you'd be laughing and joking. You might try to get the shift at that stage, or try to blind up a shift for later on in Vickers. The crack would be flying. Jerry Larkin finishes at probably half eight, I think it was. Straight back across the road to Moe's. A band would start playing at half nine. Yes. The crack would be going all together. They would finish off at half eleven. You'd start necking the shots then. And what kicks off? Twelve o'clock all over the Vickers, which was part of Harvey's, into Vickers, and then the nightclub starts. And this is usually what you did on a Sunday. You'd finish up half two in the morning into either, uh, what, not the, what was the Chinese up there beside Town Cabs Pickle? Oh, Chung's. Yeah. Into yeah. Chung's. Get, get your chicken balls, chicken curry, chicken balls and curry and her into town cab and away home you went. Well, it was this three, Kev, 24, no, 12 hours of business. It was not always. That's what I remember. Yeah, but remember for you, it wasn't always into town cabs and home. Sometimes, cabs, you might go into the back of town cabs and wait for a taxi and fall asleep. On occasions that would have happened. that would have happened because we had the worst taxi home because you'd be waiting so long because they knew that they were taking you away to the countryside. So the amount of fares that they were missing out dropping people in and around town and all that, it was always a pain in the hole. I actually seen a girl one time and I think I can remember who it is um, down a pint of Guinness in Harvey's one Sunday evening. And it was, I couldn't even drink Guinness back then. I was like, fuck, that is, that's impressive. Um well, now that they say about town cabs, I would have fell asleep a lot in the yes. back, or even a lot in the seats, and they'd wake you up. But one time, I was I was only after moving out to where I live now in Curley. So only after getting out, and he was coming to the end of town cabs, anyway, and I'd always get into a taxi, and I'd always fall asleep. But the boys would know who I am. So I'd be saying, take me home, take me home, will you? So they'd take me home. So on this occasion, I think one of the drivers hadn't been about for a while, and I lived in Curley, and I entered a car and said, Take me home. And I that's grand. I got a nudge about what I thought was about fucking <laughs> half an hour later. Kevin, you're home. And I looked as I kind of straightened myself up a wee bit in the car with the phone. And I'm at my parents. No way. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, 
where the fuck am I? I'm like, I don't live here anymore. He goes, you told me to take you home. I go, this isn't where I live anymore. Take me home. <laughs> and so he had a radio with it, radio with it, at the state. where does Kevin live now? But he just was going to fall asleep. But I've always had to tell him where I live. But yeah, it was out of me. Took me home to your parents instead of the afterlife. But it shows you were a good customer, Kev. So when he was walking, he knew that no matter how drunk you were and you get into the car, you could just say the words, home, I'm away for a nap. And yeah. he'd drop you straight to your door. Um, but, oh, yeah, they were always good. But I'll tell you what, for me, Kev, I loved the Thursday nights in Amber. Okay? That's what I loved, right? Now, there was three or four of us as lads, right? We used to meet up every Thursday evening, right? There was, now, I hope I remember, it was myself, there was Lance, Razor, and Nisi, I think. Now, might have been others as well, right? I can't remember. We've never, there's a guy called Pops as well. I'm not sure he was uh, in about that time, right? But anyway, we'd go to a place called the Dundalk Club, which was down across in St. Patrick's, right? It's like a gentleman's club, Kev, but they have snooker tables, okay? So... The commercial club was No, it? no, no. The commercial club was like on Earl Street, right beside Amber, okay? This was another place, okay? Yeah, yeah. But, <clears throat> right. Excuse me. So anyway, we go in just to basically play snooker and you could have a couple of pints because there's a wee bar there, right? So we'd always do it, but every Thursday was the same. We'd be leaving there and walking up the town and being, right, we're not going Amber. We're not going in Amber, right? We could be wearing it from a tracksuit to, you know what I mean, to a football top. We're not going in Amber. And of course, you get up Earl Street and you'd see Jim the bomb or Jim the bomb man, Jim the doorman on the door and he'd be like well lads and we're like ah uh, fuck and he'd be like you can come in if you want like even though we were dressed in fucking rags like you know what I mean and so yeah every night ended up like that but Kev you walked in a nightclub as well right you know the different teamed nights that they used to have like there used to be the foam parties um, different things like that right but is there a thing called a traffic light night or like a bingo night or something like that in a nightclub yeah we did yeah, we did traffic light night, and it was during Rag Week. We did traffic light, traffic light How did night. Work? It was so you had a red sticker you put in your chest if you were going out with someone, an orange sticker if you were kind of seeing yeah. someone. So you're kind of you're you're ready to mingle, and green was you're up for the ride. Right. Well, sorry, you were saying yeah. sorry. Yeah. You're so you're hoping for the ride, like. But there was was there a different yeah. one then to do with numbers because I remember being in Amber right on a Thursday night. And I don't know, we usually crack like you you you, dis- you don't disappear, you separate from everybody whenever you get in, and then you eventually meet up again, right? But I remember standing at the bar, right? The downstairs bar, and this blonde one came up to me, right? Okay, and now I honestly got kept like this is something it, it's so accurate and it sounds like a lie because of what I'm about to say, right? She was like six foot something, right? She was blonde, she was skinny, hot, and just like all chatty to me. So I was like all right, love, what's the crack click? You know what I mean? Not really know where it's going, right? Now, whatever this team night was, right, it was something that lines up. You, 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 your, chat, your chat wouldn't have been very good. Oh, Jesus, no. My line was always, come here, what's, what's yeah. the chance of a guy like me buying you a drink? And you know what? I'd always have the same amount of money in my pocket 10 minutes later. Um, but whatever this game thing was, right, I think it was something to do with numbers. If anybody knows what this is, let me know, right? But anyway, she was like, right, I know your number, I know your number, because you had a number on you or something, right? When your number comes up on the screen, you go to the DJ box and you say, yeah, like I'm, in a sense, like calling that girl, you swear you're at a traveler's wedding, like, you know what I mean? I said, right, I'm calling her, right? So, we said that, but we made a bit of a deal, Kev, and here's the bit where, as always, you get to laugh at me, right? I gave her my gold chain, right? And was like, see you at the DJ box. And well, you know what I mean? Because like she made it very clear that this was going to be an all-night job, right? So I was like, 
I'll give you the gold chain. I'm sure I'll see you at the, at the DJ box whenever the thing comes up. Let's go have some fun. Blah, blah, blah. You never saw that girl again. Oh, my gold chain. Um, yeah, way. yeah. So, and her name was Ali. I always remember that. Her name was Ali. Uh, she was a student, I presume, up in DKT at the time. So, if there was a girl called Ali, who about 15, Give yeah, 15, 16, whatever, 17 years ago, was a student in DKT, you were tall, you were blonde, and you were hot, and you have a gold chain, and you don't know who the fuck owns it. Guess what? I was the slightly tubby guy that you stole that from. Um, yeah, that was... Pickle, before we finish up on this topic, because we're going to, I, think, we're, I think we should come back to it yeah. next week. There was a nice meme the lads went out. I think it was could have been a tourist night as well, and there was a fancy dress party in, in Vickers at the time. So we, we decided, thinking, we're going to stand out in the crowd. So four or five of us dressed up as schoolgirls. Now, <laughs> I mean the skirt, the shirt... The bra, yeah. the whole lot, the whole shebang, walked up the vicars, four of us, and I the bouncer in the door. I'm not going to call him, but his real what we call him, we call him Daffodil because he was called another flower, but we won't call him that because you know who he is. And he went to let he let two okay. lads in, and he wouldn't let two, me me and Gary in because he was like, no, he, he's a too, there's too many of his dresses the same. Out came the owner of of Vickers, and I asked, "Hang on a second, this is discrimination. This is oh, that's because why can't a man dress as a woman?" And this is before it was popular, more popular than it was then, and he wouldn't let us in. So me and Gary decided, "What we do? Let's go to let's go to what you said. What was it called again? Amber. Amber, yeah. And me and Gary <laughs> ended up heading up the Amber in the schoolgirl uniform." There was no this, there was no fancy dress going on in Amber. We arrived in in the schoolgirl outfits and we had one of the best nights going. We thought it was great crack. People coming up to us having the bullshit. People coming up to us trying to kiss a schoolgirl. It was. Cheers, I hope I didn't shift one of you that night, Kev. Well, you almost shifted Gary before. Like, that we, wasn't me. That, no, I know that story, right? And that wasn't me. And I know Gary's going to be listening to this, right? And literally, you can fuck off, right? Because that was not me. Uh, that was somebody else. And I know exactly who that story is. And that story is never, <laughs> ever being said on this podcast. <laughs> ever. Right? And I remember that fucking story, so I do. But look, come here. Are you sure? That was you. That it, was I, you. It, Definitely, from what I remember that story is, and again, people are going to be listening to this and they're going to tell me the story. I don't remember the full details of the story, but I remember most of it, right? And that was not my mouth. Um, so it wasn't. Let's say it was, it was snowing. It wasn't was snowing. Um, look, it, a quick yeah. thing, right? Um, about kind of not underage drinking or now pubs are closed, but 2002, Kev, the World Cup, right? Like we were 18 at the time. So that was like, we were just getting into it. Okay, but I always remember, right, the World Cup and the crack and all that. But I started in Vodafone, right, back right, in 2002. But I'll never forget the first day in the Vodafone, right? Myself and our mate Brendan, right, bud, we were in the pub, Tuskies, uh, watching one of the games or something, right? Bananas drunk, walking up the road. Was this Japan? Was this Korea, Japan? Yeah, yeah Korea, over no? there, Saipan and that, like, yeah, 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 that year, like, yeah. But I remember, yeah. right, we dropped something on the road outside my house, right? And I went there to pick it up, but he went there to pick it up, and he came up and he clocked me with his head, right? And gave me this black eye. I start. And this wanker does it, does it, he no, does but it listen, again. Oh, well, yes. Yeah, but he didn't he, mean he's last the guy that left you with the two holes in your tongue, yeah. But 
this yeah. was funny because the next day I went into like my first day in Vodafone and I had a big black eye. Um, now, two weeks later I got fired and then started again two weeks later. But that's a story for another day. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in. Um, but you're right, Kev. But look, it, like, are we ever going to get back to this kind of stuff? Like, seriously? The way the world is right now, are we ever going to go back and have crack like this? We will. We have to. Yeah. You think about all the young ones. You imagine. Can you imagine all the young ones going out when this is all over? Can you imagine what it's going to be like? David Bra- David Attenborough hasn't <laughs> even seen this shit. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be wild and mayhem. All these 18, 19-year-olds, pent-up aggression, ready to go. There'll be lads rowing. There'll be young ones couldn't wait for it. All the DPO, all the D, DPD orders arrived over the last 12 months. Can you imagine? The skirts, the body suits, the body, you know, you name it. They'll be out. The boys will be hanging out. The boy, yokes will be hanging out. The hoo-ha, the hee-hee. Jesus. The, the you, name you name it. But be, I'd nearly go out and watch all the shenanigans. Can you imagine going out and watch it? It'd be research purpose. It'd be David Attenborough. You'd have, you'd have, what, are the, what are those things you put over your eyes? Not magnifying glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call them? What do you call them? Oh my binoculars. god! Binoculars. Yeah, and, and just a research, Kev. Yeah. yeah David nice. Attenborough. David, I would be doctor. I would call myself doctor or something else earlier. It would be. Well, you probably you probably could. You can't be good, doctor. Cock, yeah. Kevin. It it will be unbelievable. The amount of stuff. There'd be floor staff going around with mops, wow. cleaning up all the. Clean up think, the floors yeah. with all the let's say we tell you with all the drinks, all yeah, the drinks wet floor signs and all that, Kev. Yeah, um, deadly yeah. man. Yeah, look, like you said, and like we do with every other topic that we literally talk about every week, we'll always bounce back in and out of it. Um, so we will, you know what I mean? Like as we keep going on through the episodes and that, but um, yeah, man, Kev, that was good. Um, enjoyed that, I have to say, reminiscing, seeing as we don't get to go to the pub anymore, it was nice reminiscing about being in the goddamn pub. Um, so it was. Um, but yeah, you're happy enough with that, yeah? Happy I'm enough happy with enough that. With that happy days then, Kev. Happy days, man. Right, folks. That time of the show where we give a shout out to a local business. Kev, take it away. Before I start, so far, nobody has been made us brand ambassadors yet. And I'm a little bit pissed off about it. So guys, get in touch. Get, give us, get us to give you a shout out and let us become your brand ambassador. That's maybe this is the week, Kev. Let's go. Well, beautiful. I don't fancy cooking tonight. Yeah, honey. Me neither. What do you fancy apart from me? Sure, I always fancy a bit of you, but right now I fancy a kebab pizza. Well, I fancy a spaghetti carbonara. Oh, and the kids are looking for sausage and chips. What will we do? Well, it's lucky the best chippy in town. Do it all. Discover the taste in Tony's Pizzeria, Park Street, Dundalk. Order by phone or online. The choice is endless. Tony's Pizzeria. Order today. Okay, Kev. The joys of recording this a few days before we actually put it in air was I did stick a message up on Facebook letting people know that we were doing the recording if there was any stories to let us know. All right, so I know we had stories and that that were sent in, but I am literally just after getting a story there now, okay? Sent over to me, all right? So I just want to read this one out if that's okay. Yeah. Right, so this is one of the lads, right? Uh, we'll call this person Liam, okay? Just for the sake of it, right? So this guy Liam, right, said that when he was in first year in school, right, he was quite tall, 
So it was always kind of easy enough for him to be able to walk in and get saved, okay? So he was given kind of the notion, right, or told that on Friday night when he came to go into the Glen, that if he got one of the girls two bottles of strawberry woodies. God, do you remember woodies, Kev? Yeah, woodies was good. I remember the yellow woodies. Um, oh, God, Lemon. horribly. But anyway, so he was told if he got two bottles of strawberry woodies for the girls, that basically no problem at all, be able to, I mean, they'd have a shift, okay? So, he went in and got them anyway, took them home, you know what I mean, like hid them and all that until the Friday, went to go to the Glen, got them in and all, right, gave them to the girl. She went away to, must, he said, it must have been to the toilet or something like that, clearly skulled the two of them, right? Came back here like five or ten minutes later looking slightly worse away. So he thought, like any gentleman, deadly, I'll get stuck in here. <laughs> right, okay. But then five or ten minutes passed anyway, nothing was happening, okay. And he looked over and seen her shifting one of the lads from the class, heartbroken. Five minutes later, what did he see? Her shifting another fella from his class. So literally, first year in school, you managed to get the girl that, you know I mean, you had all his plans for uh, two bottles of strawberry bloody woodies, mate. Um, and she ended up shifting two lads from your own class. Um, the bitch. That, yeah, the, the bitch. bitch. Yeah, that really is. But yeah, no, I, had, I literally only just got that. And that is class. I wanted to read that out. But listen, before we go on to the final topic, okay, which is obviously um, losing their virginity. Uh, I did get a quick message, right, from last week, right? Uh, one of the lads, Emmett, who's in me Villa WhatsApp group, right, let me know that last week when I said about Steve Staunton and how he scored directly from a corner in a game for Ireland, but I couldn't remember the game. It was actually against Northern Ireland, and we won the game 3-0 class, okay? But then, Kev, that rolled into another subject, but Ireland matches when we were in school. Now, we'll, yes, how can we not talk about this for a minute? We used to all... We used to get a television out yeah, of Brendan. We always talking about Bud. We used to get one of his TVs, wasn't it, and bring it into the school. No, they had, they had one in the the PC not room. At the start. Not at the Was start. They didn't. I remember we used to have to go and get a television. Kevin, we went to a country school that was broke. They had barely had fucking chairs for God's sake and windows. Um, but yeah, I remember we used to get the television. But do you remember that I used to sit in the classroom? You'd be glued to the telly, like yeah, watching football. Watching football, like, ah, oh, that was class. But I'm sure loads of, if anybody else did that um, when they were young in whatever non-rich uh, or unfancy school, uh, let us know. Um, they still do it. Do they? They still do it, yeah. When, during the, the Rugby World Cup, right? Yeah. My daughter was, they brought it into, the, into a class and they watched the Rugby World Cup on the TV in school. That is class, Kevin. So what is it? There's nothing wrong with that. Primary schools, you see. Primary schools, way better. And then we got a couple of messages in. One thing, it was just about topics that people wanted us to talk about. Now, myself and Kev, we can't really talk about this topic because it doesn't really involve us. Now, this is more going to be spread out to the audience here to let you guys talk about this, right? But somebody wanted to get our thoughts on COVID sex. Now, I was a bit confused about what they meant by COVID sex, as in, do you mean like we're having sex while coughing or having a temperature or something? And what they meant was, no, people hooking up during COVID, for sex, so I don't know if this is one of them swipe right, swipe left. Hang on a second, there's no social distancing going on there. Then that's I think that's why they wanted us to talk about it. Now, as we said, myself and yourself, Kev, two incredibly happily married men, so we're not looking for any COVID sex. Um, married men, married, married men, yeah, married men, married men, hashtag married men. Um, but yeah, you said so, happily, you said happily, 
happily, yeah, happily, extremely happily married men. Um, but yeah, so if anybody wants to actually send us in some stuff, you know I mean like whether you are one of these people that does the old swipe left, or if you're one of the people that's on even grinder, I don't even know, whatever sake it is, okay. Let us know. Which way do you swipe to pick the person? Is it swipe left or swipe right? I have no idea, Kev. I haven't even, as a joke, gone on to the sites. Now, I I'm... think it's swipe right is bad. Yeah, well, right is wrong. So if you're getting your ear pierced, if you get the right one done, it's wrong. So right is wrong. Left is right, isn't it? Again, we've got... that's what we're going to be talking about in two seconds. Isn't that right? Yeah, we might just be talking about in two seconds, yeah. Possibly. Uh, right, let's jump on to it, Kev, right? I call this section nice and normal. It's called question time. But what do you call it, Kev? Question time. Love it. So, I'm going to... No, do you want to ask me first or I ask you first? I'll go you first because you... Rewind. Understood you usually ask me first, so I'll ask you first this week. Right, go okay. ahead. Well, this is actually coming from your sister, Pickle. Don't be the do you remember... Getting electrocuted. That was simple as that. That's <laughs> all I said. Do you remember getting electrocuted? Um, I'm going to go with yeah. If no, this is if it only ever happened once. Maybe she has a different story. I do remember down at our local community centre, which we've talked about before, where the youth club was on, the summer camps were on. I don't remember what was on though that we were there, right? But it, something went off, and I was like, "Hey, I'm like 15 or something. I know how to fix this." And I remember opening up. Is it called a fuse box? A fuse board? Okay. Fuse board, yeah. yeah. So you can tell box, how much... Yeah. yeah, you can clearly tell how good I was at this. Let's be honest. Um, you, try to, you, fight, you try to fix uh, a doorbell by punching it. <laughs> That's very... And it worked almost the first time. But anyway, yeah, you're right. I actually uh, opened it up, this thing, and could see that something, whatever they call it, fuses, I'm guessing, were sticking out or something like that. And I think I like tried to either like push it back in or went to take it out not having anything to like replace this with or anything like that and got one hell of an electric shock. And I remember what happened was I actually like was ready to cry. So I ran out of the community center and went around to now. Thankfully there was nobody shifting uh, around to the stairs <laughs> that we were told was the go-to spot for a bit of shifting. Uh, thanks Emily. Yeah. Thanks Emily for that. Uh, or, sorry. No thanks. No thanks Emily. Thanks. Yeah. And Kev, there you go. Three episodes in a row. You managed to say Emily's name. Uh, she will be chuffed, as will her husband. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember just up on the stairs in like shake. Like it actually was a proper shock. I mean, I was shaking like you would not believe uh, with it. But like, if anybody came near me, I was like, I'm grand. It's, it's, I'm fine. I'm, I'm pickle. I'm, I'm all right. I, I couldn't fix it, though. There's something else wrong with it. Uh, you might need to call, like, a, a, <laughs> an electrician. <laughs> yeah, or even just an adult that has a bit of cop. Um, but, yeah, if that's the one that she's on about, then, yes, that was what happened to me when I got uh, electrocuted. I ran like an absolute girl, thinking I knew it all, and I knew fucking nothing. Pretty much the same as I am right now. Um, right. Kev, your one is a question based on that yeah, last week, wasn't it? Yeah. So somebody noticed something that you said last week, right? And the question is, what's the story with the holes in the nipples? Well, there's only two holes. Right. And so when I was eighteen, I decided I was going to get my nipple pierced. Okay, this is what I wanted to do. I was getting my nipple pierced. I heard it was going to be brilliant. So I was getting it done. So me and one of the lads went up to Newry, 
tattooed Terry, the butcher that you could call him now at this stage, uh, decided he was going to pierce me nipple. So I went in and Mo was in the waiting room and Terry went to pierce me nipple and in it went, uh, got halfway through and I thought it was over and then he went again. And I hear oh. Mo in the waiting room laughing his socks off me and pain and squealing uh, that I got me nipple done. But then a couple of months later, I had to get me, had to take it out because I had to get me appendix taken out. Lucky me, got me appendix taken out, tried to put it back in, wouldn't go in. So years went by and he always said, I'll get it done again, I'll get it done again, I'll get it done again. So during the lock, when lockdown kind of eased uh, and there was tattoo shops were allowed to reopen again, I went in and got myself nip, me nipper pierced once again. So <laughs> at 36 years of age, I got me nipper pierced again and love it. You love it this time. That's the reason why I've got holes in my nipples. That's why you've holes, holes in, in my nipples. Wow. And to be honest, I might get the other one done yet. So as you said, left is what left is right, yeah. right is wrong. Yeah. I have my left right. one done and I might just get my right one done when the restrictions ease again. Happy days, Kev. Happy days. Um that's us, Kev again, is it for another week? Well, no, you you said you want to talk about virginity. Oh yeah, I gotta forget about that. Hmm, it's where I didn't want to talk about this. Um, can I ask you first, no, or are you just going to ask me I'll first? go first. I'll go first. I am a good, and I don't want anybody to laugh uh, or anyone to think I, I am joking about this, but my first time was actually the night I got married. <laughs> <laughs> and not one person listening to this show believes a fucking word of that. <laughs> I was... It was my ma- it was my marriage night. Uh, I am a good holy Catholic uh, person, and I lost my virginity on my wedding night. Nice. And I am yeah. going to stick to that. It took me long enough to get the dress off, uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, I consummated my marriage on my wedding night, and that was the first time I ever done it. So there you go. Deadly, deadly. And I am sticking to that story up until. Someone proves me wrong. Deadly. And I'm not even sure who it was to go find out the story. Um, well, I suppose everybody knows me. I'm a man of honesty. And you know what? I just love laughing at how stupid and crap and funny I was um, when I was a kid. So I'm actually going to tell the truth, Kev, because we already kind of touched on it before when I said about something that I came back and asked you from a summer camp. So I'm not going to get into it like you think I will. I went to America, as you know. You know what I did in America. I mentioned on the other shows, all right? Tell tell everyone, because some people, as you said, they might, they might have only listened to this episode. You may as well tell people like, that you played. Right. Uh, <laughs> I played, I was going to say, is it played playing basketball or bouncing basketball? Or... <laughs> yeah, you do bouncing basketball, right. When I was 17 years old, I got a scholarship to go to Rhode Island University to play basketball representing Ireland against basically the rest of the world um, spent 10 days over there and it was fantastic ended up winning a gold medal brought it home delighted okay that was that was what I went over there for but I left you're, with, you're in the paper you're in the paper and everything I was in the paper and everything yes it was but I came back with something extra not just the gold medal okay uh, so what happened was no you came back with something not extra oh, you, you actually, lost, yeah, I lost something over there I was right I'm sorry how dare me say that I did lose something over there so anyway <laughs> How dare you take take the piss of that girl? 
as if she give you something when you're over there. How dare you? She did. Well, I'll tell you what she gave she me did, in a minute. I'll, no, I'll tell you in a minute what she gave me. Right, any of it, right? So listen to this, right? Uh, I had never flown before. I was only just gone 17 years old, right? So I had a flight from Dublin to Shannon. So I did that on my own. Very nervous, okay? Got to Shannon. I had to meet other people that were flying over to Boston is where we landed. Uh, couldn't find them. Remember picking up the phone and ringing back to me dad going like, here, I can't find these people. What the fuck am I going to do? Like, and as me dad was, me daddy basically told me, just stop being a fucking girl and get on the plane, will you? So, ended up getting on the plane and flying like eight hours over to America. Literally not having a clue who I was meant to meet or anything like that, right? Was pretty sure I also sat beside a now dead wrestler called Chris Benoit, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't him. Anyway, got to America, Ended up then meeting the people. Turns out they were already sitting like four or five rows ahead of me and they were all northern. They were a load of guys from Logan and girls from Logan and places like that. So anyway, we get onto the bus and we get to the place, the university, the Rhode Island place that we were staying in. All was good. Got chatting to one of the girls, kind of straight away. Uh, and then we spent 10 days um, talking to each other and kissing each other. And, as you do, flirt. No, no, why? I don't even think it was flirting. We kind of like... You get odd kiss and odd, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Now, obviously, this is one of them stories. So this girl's name is absolutely Sally, okay, for the sake of it, right? So Sally was lovely, though. Northern accent, which obviously I loved, um, was amazing, right? So, Kev, you just dropped something there, yeah? <laughs> I just dropped something there. <laughs> right. So as Kev makes a mess all over himself, I'll tell you how I made a mess, right? So what happened was, right, anyway. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? So we're calling her Sally. We're calling her Sally, Kev. We're calling, we always okay. said any shifting sex stories. Oh, yes. It's yeah. always Sally, okay? Obviously, she knows who she is, right? But anyway, right? Wasn't that many bloody girls. I know who yeah, she is. Yeah, of course you do. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, right? Um, it came to, like, the last night of it, okay? And the girls all stayed away in, like, the girls' uh, rooms, and we were in a different part of the grounds. Yeah, we were in a different part of the grounds, the men's and that kind of stuff, right? But she always went over and back, right? So, did you ever hear of the name Trojan, Kev? Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, so one of the boys gave me a Trojan and told me... Extra small. No, I'm sure enough, no doubt. And told me to go on round and sort it out. I was like, okay, sure. Not having a clue of that, right? So that was grand anyway. Went round. So this girl... You put, you put it on your head, didn't ah, you? Ah, shit. It'll probably be Tom or something. I don't know why. Um, but anyway, right? Got sorted. <laughs> Tom will probably be bigger. <laughs> Anyways, right? So, uh, obviously, we'd spent 10 days, right? Kind of getting to know each other. It was really great. Like, you know, she's a really nice girl. Like, really was genuine. He still talked to her now a wee bit. And so anyway... The, the, we started getting close as you do and you know what I mean like i say it lasted probably a good minute and a half right you got the horn you got the yeah alright lasted a good minute and a half anyway right now like any fella who and there's going to be guys listening to this who had to have been in the same boat right but I bet you most of the girls weren't as sweet as this one right so after what I felt was a marathon session of a minute and a half right sure like most blokes I was tired right Sure, he lay down. Ready for, ready for sleeping, Kev. So he lay down. And this is where the charm kicks in, right? And also where the utter embarrassment now, and you think back to it and you go, oh, man, that was really bad, right? Uh, what's the one question that you don't want to be asked after it? Done. It's over. What do you not want to be asked? I honestly don't know where you're going with this. Go on. Was that your first time? You don't want to be asked that because that means then that they know that you were shit at it, right? But anyway, sure, I answered with, <laughs> yeah, 
you know, like, <laughs> yeah. And you know what she did? She cuddled me. And <laughs> see, see most uh, and like she, she was, she, she was northern, so she definitely wasn't. She was, hey, 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 I'm not, no offense to no I'll, offense to yes, northern women. I will not let you say anything like that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, like it turns out then, right, that um, we were coming back then the next day on only joking, sorry, yeah, only yeah. joking. We were coming sorry. back the next day anyway on the plane and that, and try was like, oh, and again for the fifth episode, I was trying falling in love with the girl now, like you know what I mean, um, now. I lived my life back then like a Friends episode, right? So it that happened in Friends, I tried to happen in real life. So before we got on the plane, we went shopping in a shop centre in Boston. And she was like, oh, I really like that. Oh, fuck, I don't know what it was, like a brooch or a something. Anyway, it has me Bert symbol on it, right? And I was like, oh, Bert Stone. Don't yeah, I was like, Debbie, yeah. I'm going to get that. Because in my mind, I was thinking, Ross in Friends bought Rachel some sort of a thing that she's seen... And, yeah, approach, and then yeah, he went approach, to Japan yeah. and came back with you one. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking deadly. Then we got onto the plane, and I wasn't very good at flying. And we left Boston that time, and it was thunderstorms and everything. It was shocking. So I was there trying to hold her hand. Wasn't that interested in holding me hand? Got to be honest. I think the realism of the night before came to act to go, and man, this guy is just shit. So yeah, that was my turn. Um, and sure, look, if honesty doesn't get you anywhere in life, then being asked if it was your first time, certainly won't. But it's all fun. You have to laugh about it now. It was stupid shit that happened many, many years ago. Uh, but as we know, Kev, Sally still came to me, Debs. Sally, Sally still came to me, Debs. She was a champ. She was a keeper. But yeah, that was another girl I fell in love with. I think that's five out of five now, Kev, is it? That is five out of five. When you go six out oh, of six. God, I don't know. It depends what we're talking about next week. <laughs> Maybe we'll just leave next week topic lists and we'll just figure out where it goes. Um, oh, and Kev, I forgot. I had to explain something that we mentioned last week, which is obviously linked to that story that I'm just after telling now. Remember last week I said that I came back from America, went up to the summer camp one morning when we were the team or the leaders, and I asked you a question. I remember, I remember as if it was yesterday. Yeah, so if anybody can't imagine what question this was that I'd asked Kevin, literally, what, 48 hours, sorry, 48 (laughs) hours after I basically popped. That was Um, the jet lag. Was that the jet lag that kicked in again? It was definitely the jet lag, so it was. So I came back in to our lovely little community centre in Dalver, sitting again the wall, and I asked Kev, on her own, Kev, I lost, I had sex, I lost my virginity, all giddy and happy, because uh, I obviously didn't realise how shit I was at it. Uh, giddy and happy, and I goes, but Kev, I have a question. It happened in America. Does that count? And, yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that was your response, was just to laugh at me. Um, and, and, and I wouldn't have known, Pickle, because I only lost my virginity when I got married. Like. Exactly, yeah. So like, you I would been... have known that definitely counted. You would have known, yeah, because you probably read like books and saw programs and you know, I mean, stuff like that, yeah, okay. Right, well, look, that's I again, Kev, you said it before, it shows the innocence of myself when I was only a gassing. And look, that's how it was, but yeah, that's the entire story around me, America, the first time, and coming back and asking if it counted. Man, you don't get much dumber than that, do you? I'm gonna um, ask you what I'm gonna, you know, the way you're asking me. To donate twenty euro now that they think yeah. that you're going to finish this. Um, then every time you every time you say America, 
I think you need to donate money to somebody. Because you I say think we America, should set up, Yeah. But I'd say we should set up like a charity thing, right? But any time that you say the boxing or any time that I say America, uh, that should be the, 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 what would you call it? Like the, the tick that means that we have to donate the something. The trigger. The trigger. trigger. Yeah, not a tick. What the fuck's a tick? Uh, yeah, that, you get in the grass. I thought it was something you get when you have Tourette's and all that. It came to mind there now. There's been a lot yeah. of talk about and we, we've been getting voice notes from, about the box and stuff. I'm going to put up on our new Facebook page, Pickle, you can give you can give the page name in a minute. The the, okay. time, the, the, the moment I actually knocked you down in the box. Oh my god! And yeah, I hope you can, do. And people can decide: oh, was it a slip? Was Pickle still as adamant that, it, or was it actually knocked down? Well, it was a slip because you didn't even punch me. It clearly oh, was a slip. So I have video evidence of, of of it being a hit. And there you go, talking about the boxing give. Yeah, you have to donate something. Hey, fucking prick. <laughs> so, yeah, and yeah, don't be, you're talking about the Facebook page. That in a minute. But I did want to ask you a quick thing, because you put a thing up on the on the Instagram story during the week um, about the band, obviously, Blessed, that we gave a shout out to. Uh, was that last week or the week before, Kev? I can't even remember. It was last week. Yeah. It was last week, yeah. So, yeah. and obviously I mentioned a certain song that said everybody should go listen to it and obviously get liking the boys on Instagram as well so you don't miss any of the live gigs that they do now, obviously, in the kitchen and that kind of stuff, but it's still brilliant. But Kev, you like the song Lockdown? Unbelievable. The first time I heard it, I actually listened to it on repeat at least five times. It is a cracking tune. It's one of those upbeat songs you just, you kind of get it, it clicks straight away. It does. Like some of the, yeah, it clicks straight away. Yeah, you get the words. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I listen yeah. to it now, I literally know the words of it. You know what I mean? So if we ever get the boys on the show, I'll start singing it to them, and they can just tell me to fucking stop because I'm ruining the song. But yeah, breaking news, Kev. Breaking news. And you already touched on it there about Facebook. This is the joys of us recording this over the course of two days. I think earlier on in the show... We again told people about the Facebook page that was Kev Pickle. Pretty sure we said that earlier on in the show. All right. That was when we were recording on Thursday. We're now finishing the episode on Friday. And since then, hold your breath. Okay, guys, wait for us. Wait for us. Boom, boom, boom. We have a proper Facebook page set up. Woohoo! Boom team, right? Now, again, this was nothing to do with me or Kev. Let's be honest about this. We do have to give a shout out to Spike Ireland, okay? Check him out. If you're into your online gaming or anything like that, okay? Check him out on Facebook, okay? He be up very late at night, but listen, if you guys are up late, child can't sleep, and you want to watch something that entertains you, trust me, Spike, one of the best guys in the whole of Ireland for that online game and stuff, but he helped us out massively with setting up a proper business. He didn't set us up. He didn't help us out massively. He set it up. Oh, we set it up. Yeah, I'm just trying to not make it like, come, well, no, it's true, actually. Yeah, we literally did nothing. He told us it was done. Um, but I did add all the episodes on, so I did a little bit to it. Uh, but the best thing is now, guys, it is literally the Kevin Pickle Show. You search the Kevin Pickle Show on Facebook, you will get onto our proper like page. Okay, now the reason we need to let you know about that is okay. I know we had a different Facebook page which is going to stay active for the time being. The reason it's staying active is competition time. Okay, I mentioned it last week that thanks to the support again of Auto Assure that we were getting a hell of a prize. Okay, what we're getting 
is a cow valley, okay? Or valley of your cow. How do you pronounce that? Do you go cow valley or a valley of a cow? Cow valley. Cow valley, okay? So we're getting that, right? It's a simple competition. You go in to the Facebook page, all right? Either one of them now. They're both active at the minute, okay? You like it, you share it, you comment saying share the show and you tag three mates and then you also get in to the Ottawa Show Facebook page and you like their page as well. We're doing the competition until Wednesday. So we know this was out on Sunday. So it means it's lasting for a full week. So no matter what page you're on, up until Wednesday, if you enter it, you're in dead draw. And fingers crossed, you just might win it. Kev, is that the end of the show show? That's the end of the show show. Man, we're like Ant and Deck. End of the show show. I'll probably get done. They'll probably sue us or something like that, but she can't sue and you don't make money. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Another week. Another week done. Episode six. That's episode five done. Episode six <laughs> next week. <laughs> we just want to say, guys, just want to say a huge thank you for listening again this week. Uh, we, both, we, we, we both hope you enjoyed it. Remember, guys, stay safe. Look after yourselves and be kind. Uh, also, on one note, we did lose a legend in the town of Dundalk this week, uh, best known as Mama Roma. Uh, she gave 30 years to this town of unbelievable service. Uh, so we just want to say... A huge thank you to her. And what else do you want to say, Pickle? Oh, look, condolences to the fa- like all family, friends, you know what I mean? Like, um, I know um, some of the family, obviously not very well, but I just know some of them and that. But yeah, I, I, unbelievable character about town. Um, will absolutely be sadly missed because I'll tell you what, there's so many people who have stories from going in there. You know what I mean? Like, And you saw them... Change, on, please. Yeah, you saw them like on Facebook and that during the week, people sharing stuff and that. Like, And that's... That's the whole point of it, so it is, okay? But yeah, obviously, sadly missed for a very large community. You know what I mean? Like, as, as Kev was saying, like, people might not know her. You know what I mean? She ran the Roma restaurant here in the dock. You know what I mean? Like, but hopefully, a lot of people who are listening to the show do know um, what she did, knew who she was, etc. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, definitely sadly missed. And as I just said, obviously, thoughts, prayers, everything. Go out to all family and friends um, of ourselves as well, Kev. Well said, man. Well said. So, Pickle, do you want to tell everybody what's coming up in episode six? Episode six. Well, first of all, episode six, Kev. I can't believe we got that far. Anyway, she never know. We might hit seven. Online chatting, Kev. So, a little thing called Ocean Free back on the day. I'm sure you Ocean remember free that. Dot net. Dot net. Yeah, you don't get a lot of dot nets anymore. So we're getting oceanfree.net. A little bit of chatting about stuff that happened on that. Uh, obviously, some other random topics. We're going to bounce back a wee bit to the underage drinking, as we said before. And then hopefully, in the response to the topic question that we got in for this week's show, which was about COVID sex. And remember, that's not having sex with a cough, not having sex with a temperature. It's literally anybody meeting up during lockdowns. So yeah. If anybody has... Breaking the fucking law, Pickle. Breaking, breaking the, the fucking law. law. I know, I'm telling you. You probably should have done it in a car on a beach and hoped that the cops weren't doing Jerusalem when you were doing it or whatever that bloody dancing maybe, maybe is. That's a tr- maybe that's a thrill that you're breaking the law. I don't know, Kev. I, we'll never we, know. But we, somebody... We'll come to that. Yeah, somebody out there. We're not saying you broke the law. We're saying you had a shitload of fun, right? We just want to know what was the crack with hooking up and remember, we also need to know, do you swipe right or do you swipe left? We don't know how these apps work, okay? So let us know. So the contact details, we can now officially say we have a proper like Facebook page, The Kev and Pickle Show. 
the exact same as what it is on Instagram, the Kev and Pickle Show. And then the Gmail address is the Kev and Pickle Show at gmail.com. It does not get any simpler. We've managed to have the three of them all to the same name, Kev. We're doing well, buddy. Finally. 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 One last thing, just before I say our famous last words. Okay. Guys, when it comes to this shit being over, me and Pickle are willing for a, a reasonable price to host your boxing nights, to host your dancing nights. We will host it. We are the Ant and Dick of Ireland. Okay, we will host this sort of stuff for you. Guys, just remember, also, share the show. <laughs>